Blog Talk Radio. It's time to open up your eyes. Open your eyes to make you wonder your wise. You can watch your profits rise with a business enterprise. We give you what you need to know, what you need to watch your earnings grow. You can reach your record highs with a business enterprise. Listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio's Enterprise, where we want to see your business rise. It's August 30th, 2020, coming to you live from New York, New York. It's been a warm week in the town that never sleeps, while some of you are mourning the death of Chadwick Bozeman and others are trying to make sense of the Kenosha, Wisconsin shooting, we have an informative show for you today with Stefan Johnson, Law Offices of Stefan E. Johnson, PLLC. Good evening, Stefan. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Stefan Johnson, Stefan Johnson has litigation experience in criminal, corporate transactional, administrative, regulatory, and labor relations. He was the regulatory compliance consultant, acting general counsel for Michigan Credit Union League. He also teaches law at the University of Phoenix for court reporters, a graduate of the Wayne State University Law School in Detroit, Michigan, and received his MBA from the University of Pennsylvania Wharton Business School, as well as his JD from the University of Texas School of Law. Welcome to the show, Stefan Johnson. Thanks again. It is a pleasure to be here. So why don't you take us back to when you were a boy and what you wanted to be? You know, um, unlike um, some who come to the legal profession um, as a result of their college studies and determining that they want to go to law school, I wanted to be a lawyer as far back as I can remember. Um, and um, I did waffle, I think, at some points, maybe in elementary through high school between uh, being a doctor and a lawyer, but my affinity for history, civics, English classes uh, was was uh, more attractive to me than the uh, maths and sciences. So that, that kind of made helped make the decision for me fairly early on. So I've, I've been pre-law for as long as I could remember before it finally becoming time to apply to law school. So I'd say I've always wanted to be a lawyer. Wonderful. What made you start your own law firm? I found myself in, um, I, I originally started out of school at one of the major Detroit law firms, one of the, the bigger 10 law firms, um, and mm-hmm. moved on to um a smaller law firm that was more in line with um, with my skills and abilities. Uh, the partners there had um, advanced legal degrees, LLMs in taxation, et cetera, and I knew that that was one of the areas that I wanted to go to. My greatest joy or the, the best fun that I had working in another law firm, though, was working at Detroit's Lewis, White, and Clay. Um, it's one of the largest black law firms in the country, and it's, it's pretty well known in its municipal finance and uh, corporate, also in the litigation section. 
Uh, they do a lot of uh, public financing across the country. However, uh, I got to the point where I was able to develop my own clientele and um, service mm. them myself. So when I had a big enough book of business um, to support my own practice, it was time. It was at that point. It was time for me to to move on and start my own firm. Hmm. Okay, there's a lot of history there. Uh, how would you say some of your experiences prepare you to take on students, let's say, in a classroom as well? That prepared me to take on students. Did you say? Yes, in, in your classroom as well. Oh, okay. Uh, just your, your your daily experiences allowed me to to um to take on students. For instance, um, in the school of court reporting, reporters basic legal terms uh, and concepts that they would need to be familiar with in the course of their practice. So day to day practice was enough to prepare you to teach that and to teach things like civil procedure, uh, so they'd understand the rules and regulations of practicing law or criminal procedure if they were happen to be in a, crim- in a criminal courtroom. With hmm. respect to some of the legal courses that you would, you would learn um, for us, or you would take at some place like the University of Phoenix, uh, my, my business degree and some of the business work that I've done with respect to startups uh, and mm-hmm. closely held corporations allowed me to teach those courses because it, it teaches the different types of legal entities uh, and the types mm-hmm. of problems that those types of entities face on a day-to-day basis. Perfect. How has the the coronavirus pandemic affected your business? You know, I've been fortunate in that some of the shutdowns and um, and those types of things that have restricted business have not affected me directly. Um, I've been able to – a lot of the, the clients that need services continue to need them throughout the – throughout, and some services need them even more. For instance, uh, here in Michigan, we're facing uh, layoffs and terminations, and there are some who mm-hmm. believe that their layoffs or their terminations have been done unfairly, given the fact that uh, some of the executive orders issued by the governor – uh, have encouraged businesses not to terminate employees and use that as an excuse to terminate employees. So they're finding that they want to bring suits uh, against their employers or their former employers for that reason. But the biggest way that it has affected us is in the way we do business. With the courts being closed, I'm finding that a lot of my court hearings are being conducted via um, Skype-type technology, Zoom conferences or, or my conference my meeting mm-hmm. software through Google, et cetera. So there's a lot of less, there's a lot less face-to-face work and a lot more mm-hmm. um, interactions using software, computers, uh, phones, similar to, to what we're doing now, et cetera. So I, I'd say it's primarily affected the way that I, that we, that I'm doing business now, not the amount or nature. Good point, and uh, really need to know who you are in your area because I'm quite sure there's a lot of labor issues. What are some of the positive and negative aspects of starting your own law firm? Positive aspects are that um, it has allowed me to provide personalized service for my clients, um, and that, that, um, that makes it really important and impactful for you. As a lawyer, 
you, you always want to help put your client in the best possible position. But it's particularly rewarding when that client is someone similar to you, maybe someone you went to school with, someone in your community, a friend, a business person who has those types of legal struggles that you're significantly in in place or, or significantly well-tuned to, to help them through. So you get a good feeling when you're able to help your peers achieve their business goals or protect them from certain risks um, using your skills and abilities and you're contributing to your own community. I think that's, um, that's, that's primarily the main positive. Negative is that um, you're constantly dealing with resource issues, um, cash flow mm-hmm. issues, um, being able to make sure that you can support your staff. There's there's points where, you know, I've had an extremely large staff, and, you know, I, I sometimes say um, you haven't grown up until you've had to support payroll and be responsible <laughs> for not only your family's income but for several other families' incomes. Um, so that mm-hmm. that's one of the negatives is, is the stress of actually running the business, um, and that goes hand in hand with with the rewards of of that type of law practice. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I still enjoy working for myself more so than I've ever enjoyed working for for anyone else. That that's the joy of it. Who would you say is your ideal client? And uh, for people who might not know, they can do consultations. How do they prepare? Okay. I'd say my ideal client, um, a lot of times I'll say it is, well, it's, it's the closely held business owner um, for, for my business and transactional work or, and primarily for civil litigation uh, when, when they get into situations where we have to go to court. It's the person I, I, I'll sometimes use as a slogan. I don't, I don't want to be the attorney for GM or Chrysler just to use big mm-hmm. corporations that are here in Michigan. But I want to be the attorney for the vendor that's contracting with GM or Chrysler. That way I know mm-hmm. I can provide sophisticated legal services uh, for the complex matters that they deal with and make sure that they are able to stand toe-to-toe with whatever large corporation they might be dealing with. So closely held companies are my, um, and those types of business owners are my ideal clients for that type of work. Uh, and also um, that type of business owner who may encounter um, civil disputes um, and mm-hmm. or have employment labor relations issues with employees. Um, those are those are primarily my my um, ideal clients. Okay. Um, before we get to the best advice, can you kind of highlight because we we went over your bio, your background, but what mm-hmm. exact types of law do you focus on? I, I would say business transactional work, estate planning, probate, tax, some criminal, um, some criminal defense, and primarily my criminal defense work is federal criminal defense, um, usually stemming from business fraud type claims. So I, I'd mm-hmm. say, if I, in, in a nutshell, I'd say I'm a business lawyer um, who has a lot of courtroom experience as well. So um, the, the type of work I would would provide primarily for that ideal client that we mentioned is I would, mm-hmm. I would serve as their general counsel and I would handle all first line matters that they, that they would encounter everything from starting them up to sure that the corporate governance work is in place 
to handling um, their corporate governance documents, to handling their contracts, their real estate when they're purchasing um, um, real estate and other assets, uh, to handling any lit- their contracts and any litigation that they may be involved with. And then I'll call in specialists when necessary if they have a patent issues or, or things along mm-hmm. that nature that require specialized counsel. So I typically would serve as general counsel uh, for those types of clients. Where would you like to see the law offices of Stefania Johnson in the future? I would like to see my practice remain similar, but I would like to expand. Uh, I would like to bring on uh, a partner here in Michigan, and um, I could even I could even envision partnering with um, with others in other states. Uh, so that um, so that I can reach a, a larger audience, I, and I do have you know, some some attorneys that I've worked with, and I've been eyeing, and and we've been eyeing in, in terms of maybe putting something together so we have a multi-state practice, stay the same but grow. Perfect. Do you have any upcoming events? Uh, just a cavalcade of, of cases that I'm working on. Um, I don't have any. Uh, appearances or, or interviews similar to this or, or, or anything public, um, and I can't think of any major cases that I can share. Um, so I have to say it, upcoming will just be business as usual. Um, I am always continuing to look for new clients that I can help, uh, and I encourage mm-hmm. anyone who, who needs uh, that type of assistance to look me up. I'm sure that I can, that I can be of service. Okay, so we talked a lot about law today, and, and we know you are the point person for, for several aspects. What is next for Stefan Johnson, the man? Well, uh, uh, again, I, I love practicing. I, I love what I'm doing. So I, I think a lot more of the same and perhaps perhaps growing uh, and growing into those areas that I, that I work in and that I've mentioned Again, perhaps expanding into into other states uh, and continuing my practice that way. Um, otherwise, I, I really don't see myself retiring anytime soon. Um, I, w- I want to keep doing this um, for for years to come. Um, at a certain point, if I if I do decide to slow down and, and retire or retire partially, I would probably um, want to do something in politics, um, not like running for judge, but maybe some sort of local legislative position, or I'd be interested in starting um, a political action committee in order to support those candidates and those causes that I think are beneficial to our community. So there you have it. Thanks, Stefan Johnson, so much for being on our show. We know that you and the Stefan Johnson Law Offices will be a great success. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you having me on, and um, I wish the show all the best. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our 2020 Business of Law series on Blog Talk Radio's Enterprise. Remember to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. For more information on Stefan Johnson, check out the website.
you're listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins.